The following shear is recorded, edited, and presented to you by Kol Halashon. We wish you an enjoyable and meaningful time listening. So this week is Parshas Kiseitze, and Parshas Kiseitze has many mitzvahs. So out of the huge variety, I chose one mitzvah, which is a fascinating sugya, and one that's Nagea Halacha Lamaisa. Loi sashech lo'ochichu neshech kesef neshech oichu neshech koldovar ashi yishach. Bovem itzia ayin heyu medbeis chazal, learn from this posuk. Neshech koldovar afilu dibur. And that is the Iser of Rivis Devorim. When you take a loan, you cannot pay more than you receive. That's Rivis. Even Rivis Devorim is also. Loi hoyorul lahagdim loi shalom asur lahagdim lo shalom. If you weren't used to say good morning to a friend, and you're going to start saying good morning because he gave you a loan, that's Rivis Devorim. So that Gemara is at the end of Eze Neshechayin Hayom and Beis. It's also in the Rambam, Perekei Aloch Yud Beis, Helches Malva Veloivim, Shorchan Ochir Deyakuv Samach Siv Yud Alav. And there's a Machloitis to show him and Achoyin him whether this of Rebbe Zemorim is Manatoyer or only Midrabonam. Tshuva Siva Ashtar Semen Kuf Mem Zayin Mashma, that it's an Isidi Uraisim. That is also clear on the Smag, Seif and Mitzvah's God, Lo Tase Kuf Sadek Alav. And on the other hand, Chachma Sodom, Kuf Lamedal, of Klal Kuf Lamedal, Sif Lamedalov maintains, Rebis Vorim is in the Rabbonin, it's not a drosh, it's just an asmachta. Kachma Vor Bedivra Ranksub is Ted Zainum at Bezin, the Dapim of the Rif. Because the Ran says, there is no Isid the Uraisa by Rebis Pochism Shove Prutim, but it's not different than Rebis Vorim, so it should be an Isid the Rabbonin. We learn from the Ran that Rivis Devorim is an Isid Rabbonim. The same we find in Sefer Hatrumis, Sharmem Vov, Chela Gemel, Sif Yud Gemel, the Mabit in Kiryat Sefer Perikei Malva Veloivim. So this is a big machloikis for Shoinim and Achoinim. Isid Uraiso is the Rabbonim. But everybody agrees it's Osu. And what is the example of Rivis Devorim? Lo lo shalom, lo lo shalom. And that is why most people today, when they get alone, they, they just don't say thank you. And it's a very strange feeling. I'm so full of a korsatoyv. This person did me such a huge favor. He gives me a loan without interest. He trusts me. But I can't say thank you. So some people, instead of saying thank you, say tiskelamitzvah. Rav Shlomazalman comments, Mincha Shloimech Elekalav Simachov Zayin, that's just worse. Because Teskelamitzis is a brocha. And a brocha is something far more substantial than just thank you. Rav Shlomazalman actually wants the Taina that the entire Aveda, the entire Israel is only giving a brocha. Lo yakdim lo yisholoim. What does that mean? So in modern Israel, Shalom is just like Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, how do you do? But Mochazal say, Lo yagdem lo yisholem, that is to give a bracha. Lo yimotzu ha-kodesh bochu kli machzeg bracha le yisrael el ha-sholem. That is the greatest blessing. So Rabbi Shemazalman says, maybe the entire Isser is only to say, Tiskel ha-mitzvah, because Tiskel ha-mitzvah is a bracha. 
Rabbi Shemazaman actually in Chela Kalev, in the Tshuva I mentioned, wants to say, no problem saying thank you. But he retracts in Chelek Beisim and Samaches because he saw in Shulchan Ocharav and Hilchas Halvo, Asifteh, Shulchan Ocharav clearly says, and if Rabbi Shemazalman retracted because of Shulchan Ocharav, I wonder why didn't he retract because of the Rambam. The Rambam, hey, Yud Bey, says, it's just a compliment. So the Rambam clearly says not only a brocha is the prohibition, Shevach Vikilusin as well. So Shevach Vikilusin is somewhat more than thank you. But if Rabbi Shemazalman had a havam and only a brocha is also, then the Rambam clearly says not only a brocha. My humble opinion is there is no problem at all to say thank you. But I want to make a few introductions before I explain my opinion. The base Yosef and Kusamach quotes Lagos Mordechai. Bova Metziah Tov Mem Aleph. A strange psat. If the loive is machzik toive la malva, and the malva is machzik toive to the loive as well, then there's no problem. What does he mean? The loive machzik toive la malva. He says thank you. And the malva does the same. What does the malva have to be machzik toive? The loive didn't do him a favor. So what does it mean if it's reciprocal? If the loive does, and the malva does as well, then there is no isra. Three different interpretations. The Bach, Gaval de So the Bach says, Reuben gave a loan to Shimon. Shimon promises, whenever you need, I will do a favor. I'll give you a job. I'll, you know, I'll help you marry off your kids. That's a problem of Rebus. Then the malva needs to respond and say, Oh, if you will do me a favor, I promise I'll do you a favor as well. So it's favor for favor, and that neutralizes the ribis. So it's not the loyve doing a favor for the malva because he gave him a loan. But rather, the loyve is going to do the malva favor, and the malva will do the same similar favor to the loyve. So that's not the ribis. And the Bach clearly says, even if a malva doesn't really intend to do him any favor, he just needs to say so, shouldn't be revis. That's a big chiddish. Why would that take away the isra of revis? After all, the reason the loyver promised to do a favor is because of the loan. And why does that change when the malva responds and says, oh, I'll make you happy as well. But that's the bach. Birke Yosef in Shuri Brocha quotes, the Mahari Kash, Mahari Kasto, Shalas Shuvas Oele Yankov, Simakuf Chavov. He gives two different interpretations to this Mordechai quoted in the Vesiyas of number one. The Isra is only as long as the loan is still beyond the loiva. But when the loiva comes to re, to pay back that loan, he could say thank you. There is no longer a dinavisaribis. And that is what the Mordechai means. The Malva is Machzik Toiv as well. The Loiva says thank you for getting the loan. The Malva says thank you that you paid the loan, not to be taken for granted. Sometimes it takes years till a loan is repaid, and sometimes loans are never paid. So the Loiva thanks the Malva for giving him the loan. The Malva thanks the Loiva for paying the loan. 
And Bishas Paroid, they no longer is an Israel is the one. That's one shot. But it's not in the words. The other shot is somewhat, somewhat unclear. My interpretation of the Mordechai, and I think that is what the Marika says in the second shot is this. To me, it is very unreasonable that a person gets alone and he cannot say thank you. Being appreciative, hakoras is so fundamental in Torah and in Musa. I don't want to give a Musa Shmus right now, but it's one of the most fundamental midos is hakoras That Amban says pshat when Moshe Rabbeinu gives Musa the klal, he says, "Am noval veloy chacham." Hal Hashem tigmulozois, halahu uvicho konecho, hu oschov yecholenecho. The Ramban says, "Am noval sheinoi makir toivo." So, person cannot say thank you for a favor another man gave him alone. Is it a misa to be nasty and rude when somebody does you a favor? Laniyas daiti. There's no problem in saying thank you. The essence of Rebis is giving back more than you received. You got a $100 loan, you cannot pay $110. You cannot give back more than you receive. And this is not only a moment. Neshech kol oichel, toivis hanoa. But the substantial idea, the fundamental idea is you're giving back more than you received. When a person, when a person says thank you, that is just courtesy. It is not perceived by the lender as getting back more than he gave. I think the Yisrael is only going above and beyond fundamental, basic courtesy. So if Reuven gave Shimon a loan and Shimon calls Reuven's wife or his family and he says, I want to thank you, your husband, your brother, was so outstanding. He's such a great mensch. So I feel I need to call you and thank you. When Reuben is going to get home, his wife is going to tell him, I got such a beautiful phone call today. Shimon thinks so highly of you. That's Rebbe's Devorim. Because that is beyond what is normally expected. That's beyond basic courtesy or nimus ba'alma. But when Reuben gives Shimon a loan and Shimon says, thank you, Reuben won't call his wife excited. You wouldn't believe this. I gave Shimon a loan and what did he do? He said, thank you. So it all depends on social norms. In our modern day and age, when a person does the slightest effort, you're expected to say thank you. You're waiting in line in the bank or at a bus stop. The person in front of you sees you have a white beard, you're an elderly person. So he steps aside and he lets you go before him. You say thank you. You want to write a check. Your pen isn't writing. person next to you gives you a pen for five seconds. You say thank you. You drop the penny. The boy next to you stoops down and picks it up and gives it. You say thank you. You're expected to say thank you for the slightest effort. So if you get a loan, you can't say thank you. That is not perceived as additional payment. And the lender doesn't feel, wow, I gave him a loan. And besides getting back the loan, I got a blessing. 
You cannot go beyond the basic courtesy. But nimus ba'alma is not ribis devolim. To me, this is so poshut and so clear. Divrei shevach v'kelusin is beyond just thank you. When the Shulchan Ocharav says lahoidois, it is maybe in the world of once, once upon a time, hundreds of years ago, there were different, different nimusim. But to me, it is clear. Just being basically nice. You say thank you for everything. You're not even saying thank you for the money. You're saying thank you for the time you dedicated. Just for being nice. Just for helping you out. Just for spending five minutes with you, you say thank you. So to me, there's no problem whatsoever saying thank you when you get a loan or when you pay the loan. But don't go overboard. Don't be overly thankful. So of the loyva, wait six o'clock in the morning when he knows the Malva leaves his house and he, he waits outside the door and he said, I want to once again thank you for the loan you gave me a month ago. It was so helpful. That is the Nisra of Ribes Devorim because that is beyond the norm. That is Ribes Devorim. Because Reuven was Kola's wife. You didn't believe it. When I went out of the house six o'clock in the morning, Shimon was right down there waiting for me in the snow and the rain. And he just waited to say thank you. He was so, the Malva is so moved. That's a Ribis Devorim. But just basically saying thank you is no problem at all. To me, this is Poshet Betachlas. But I always feel more comfortable when I'm a Chadashi Yesod and Aloha to find, to find sources. And I think that is the Pshat in the Oele Yankav Maharikash. So when the loyva is machzik toiva la malva, and the malva keneged says machzik toiva la loyva, that proves that it's just courtesy. That proves it's just nimus. And that is derech So Ploini did a favor for Almoini. Almoini says, thank you. Ploini says, you're welcome. So you're welcome. And thank you, those are niceties. Those are, that's just basic courtesy. That is not Consider the Rivis Devorim. And that is what the Mordechai means. If the Loiv is Machzik Toiva and the Malv is Machzik Toiva, the borrower thanks the lender, the lender thanks the borrower. Why does the lender need to thank the borrower? For what? For nothing. For saying thank you. Pliny says thank you. Alamoni responds, You're welcome. Therefore, that is not considered Rivis Devorim. There's a big machloikas shach and taz regarding toivis hanoah beribis. Sifchov gimel semekuv samach. I think the Ramos says, if Reuven lends money to Shimon, Reuven can't say, I'm giving you a loan, but I want you to give me a job. Even though he's going to work for that job, he's not getting a free lunch, he's not getting a gift, but that is still toivis hanoah, and that's ribis. So Reuven can't give a loan to Shimon and ask Shimon, could you please employ me? Give me a job. That's the son of the Lord. The Taz disagrees. And the Taz says, Reuven could give a loan to Shimon and stipulate, I want you to sell me the house. I know you have a house to sell. I want to buy it. You want to sell a car? I'm giving you a loan, but... 
sell me your car. And that's permitted. Why would that be different than asking you to employ me? The Shach says two different terutsim, and both at Tzorachim. The first sentence of the Shach is, selling the house is a house on which the lender already has a lien on. He has a lien on that house. He has a shiabud. And therefore, he could demand, okay, I'll give you a loan, but on the condition, you sell me the house on which I already have a lien. What's the difference? Call Halashon. Why would that make a difference? After all, you're asking for a favor. And you're giving him a loan on the condition that he sells you the house. Why would that be different than giving you a job? Second test of the Shach is unclear. Shach says there's a difference between selling a house and getting a job. When he sells me the house, I'm paying the full price. So that's not the Why is his job different? He pays me a salary, but I am going to work for him in a fair and square way. So what's the difference? It's not clear. The Chavaz Das has a totally novel interpretation, and he says, the Dinas and Makufayim base is, I lend you money on the condition that if I decide to buy your house, that instead of a loan, this money will be a down payment. So in that case, if I decide to buy the house, it was never a loan. It was paying for the house. That is why it can't be Rebis. You need to be a Ilui to give such a pshat. But it's not in the Mishmoah Saloshan of the Shachonoch or the Rishonim, which the Bess Yosef quotes as the basis of this Saloch. My understanding would be the same Yesoid that I said before. We're not dealing with Rebis Momoin but with something similar to Ribis Devorim. And Ribis Devorim is all about perception, about the way people see it. So when a person wants to buy a house, usually he's not in desperation. He's looking for a house. It could be this house, it could be that house, it could be another. Usually there's a market. But a person doesn't have a job, he is always desperate. Because the worker needs to work to supply for his family. And if he doesn't work, he has no income. In both cases, it's not monetary gain. I'm paying the full price for the house the borrower is going to sell me. I am going to work for the salary the borrower is going to pay me. But the difference is in perception. When I want to buy a house, I don't have an outstanding to the person that sold me the house. The house is for sale. I could buy elsewhere a different house. But people usually are very makatoiva to their employer. It's a different type of relationship. It's a different way people see things. From the monetary point of view, they're both the same. But this is perceived as a huge favor, and this is not perceived as a favor. And that is why this would be ribis, 
מעין רבז דבורים, and that would not be מעין רבז דבורים. כך נראה רעני אסדאי. So this is a big chiddish in הלוכה. To me it's not a chiddish at all, but I know whenever I say this, and this is my פסק הלוכה למייסר. You got alone, be a mensch and say thank you, and that is not considered a רבז דבורים. 170 years ago, 70 years ago, Tov Reishud Beis, Shalas HaTshuvah's Imre Eish was printed first time. The Imre Eish was the greatest Talmud of the Chsam Soifar. I'm an anical of the Imre Eish. And sometimes people ask me, how do you dare to say the Imre Eish was the greatest Talmud of the Chsam Soifar? The Chsam Soifar had hundreds of Talmudim. Most of the Gedolim in Galicia, Hungary, one generation after the Chsam Soifar was Talmudim. The Maram Shik, the Chsam Soifar. Great Gedolim, the Machnechayim, the Kol Arya. But I insist, Imre Eish was the greatest of them. Recently I saw in Drosh's Ksav Soifer a Hesped, and the Ksav Soifer's Masped, the Imre Eish, Rameh Rash, and he says, Maramash was the greatest of my father's Talmidim. So I was Machaven to the Ksav Soifer. Anyway, after the Ptir of the Imre Eish, his sons printed a Sefer, Ramenachem and Rabbi Yehuda Ash. And at the start of the Sefer, the beginning of the Sefer, there is a thank you brocha for a person that lent us money to print the Sefer. Erech Shai, Reb Shloim Yudha Tabak, was one of the Gedoy Lador. I'm a great admirer of the Erech Shai. His Shuvahs are called Shuvahs Churas Shai. Sfor Meshachanocha, Erech Shai. Shai is Rosh HaToy Veshloim Yehuda. He was the Av Beizer and Siget. And the Madura Tenyon of Semakuf Samach, he attacks the children of Maramash, and he says, they were over on Ribes Devorim. You got a loan, and you write a recognition in the Sefer, and you give him a brocha, that's Ribes Devorim. How could you do that? Interesting. Reb Menachemash, his son, Reb Tzalal, an enikl of the Imresh, wrote a kuntas to Bimiyashev that it's not Ribes Devorim. I haven't seen that kuntas for a hundred years. I don't even remember what's in it. But I do remember, I was not oppressed when I read it. So it's a big kasha. The same story happened 150 years later. Tzitzel Yezer, Rav Aldemek, Chelek Tesem, and Tesvav, got a gift, a sefer from Rabbi Yom and Zilba. Rabbi Yom and Zilba was known in Bnei Vek as Rabbi Yom and Atzadik. He was a godly soul, he wrote many svarim. And he sent a sefer to Rav Aldemek, and Rav Aldemek writes him, You're over on Ribes Devarim. I saw a thank you, recognition, a dedication to a person that gave you a loan. That's Ribes Devarim. Well, Aviyazri, Chelek Aleph, Arav Shach, Chelek Aleph, Agdum Abayz, also writes a thank you for a person that lent him money to print the Sefer. Okay. So the same story happens again and again. History repeats itself. Rebbe Nyaman Zilva, Moron Arav Shach, Going back 170 years, Imreyesh. But the most important source is Knesset Zagdoyle 500 years ago. And the Hagidoma, so Knesset Zagdoyle Ben Benisti. He writes a thank you and a brocha for a person that lent him money. So Tzorech Liashiv. Reb Moshe deals with this question. I don't think Reb Moshe brings any of the sources that I mentioned. But Yoredeya, Chelek Aleph, Simon Pei, the Igis Moshe writes, you cannot say thank you, you cannot give a brocha, but you could just state a fact. This person lent me money. That's a fact. The Kodesh Baruch will bless him. 
I'm such a great admirer of Ramosha, but I can't agree to this tshuva. It's all a matter of interpretation and perception. You're not telling a story. When you write a dedication in recognition of a person that, a baru yud, that lent you money, and you say, yes, that's a brocha, that's not, that's not a sipur devorim ba'alma. You're not telling a story. You're benching the person. That is the way people understand it. That's the interpretation. So what is the teretz? I want to say three things. Number one, maybe, maybe, we learn from the posik, Neshech kol dovor asher yishach afilu dvorim. And who says ksiva kedibu? Maybe ksiva is lav kedibu. The yeser is only dvorim. No, I'm not happy with this teretz. Meirevitz menatoira ula yesh mokoim. Gzeyes akosav, neshech kol dovor afilu dovor. Dibur. If it's Midrabon, and definitely not reasonable to Machalak between Ksav and Barpeh, what's the difference? Even if it's Menatoire, not Mestava. It's a Remes. Kol Dovo. Dover is Biksav, Ube Barpeh. Number two. Maybe the answer is only when there is a direct interaction between the Loiv and the Malva, between the lender and the borrower. He says thank you to him, to him personally, in a direct interaction between the two. So a person got a loan to print a safer. Is he entitled when he says a drosha Shabbos afternoon? I really want to take this opportunity to thank Moshe Yankel for giving me a loan. He's not addressing Moshe Yankel. Maybe he's not even in the crowd in shul. Would that be permissible? Maybe. After all, you're making him happy. You're giving him something, direct or indirect. Maybe, but not enough reasonable. The same you saw, they said twice in the past 20 minutes. Anything that is basic courtesy is not Revis Devorim. Revis Devorim is only when you go beyond what is normally expected. So I really think if a person gave you a loan, don't give him a full page dedication. Don't thank him with superlatives, don't exaggerate. So all the sources I quoted are tsenua, are mad, modest. Pliny gave us a loan to print the Savior, if you won't give him any recognition, that's being rude. That's a lack of a korosatayv. Just being nice. And what is expected as fundamental courtesy is not defined as it is the word. But if it's anything, Pliny will be, the lender will be proud of, and he'll come home, and he'll be overwhelmed, and he'll talk about it. That is when we touch upon the Isser of Rebis Devorim, Kach So, to many this seems to be a great Chiddush. To me it seems to be a Dover Poshut. And Kach And after all, it's Maaserar. We're dealing with great Gedoylem, especially the Knesset Gedoylem. And I don't see any other reasonable tenets, only the message I tried to convey in today's year. Whatever we learn, Elul is in the spirit of Elul. The Chofetz Chaim, as many other Sifrimis and Sifrachasidas say, this Melchom is not only a Melchom between armies, warriors, nations, 
It's the greatest Melchoma of all, Melchemes HaYetzer. And why is that the greatest Melchoma? The Chavis Rebovis tells the story in Shai Yechud HaMaisev, a general, a warrior, came home from the battlefield victorious. Thousands of people came out to cheer, to applaud. And Achoset approached the general and he said, you think you're coming back from a big battle? No. That was a minor battle. The big battle is still before you. And that's the battle with your Yetzir Haro. And why is that the greatest of all battles? In the history of warfare, in the very nature of warfare, some wars are very short. Some wars take very long. Germany conquered Poland, the Nazis, Yamach Shemam, in 30 days. Israel vanquished three Arab armies in the Six-Day War in six days. It was miraculous, nissen, nissen. America fought in Afghanistan 20 years. There are long wars and short wars. But by the nature of warfare, when it's all over and the smoke clears, there's a winner and a loser. One side is victorious and the other is broken and vanquished. It happened in the Six-Day War. It happened between the Nazis and Poland. And in these very days, America is leaving Afghanistan and it's quite clear who is the winner and who is the loser. That's the nature of warfare. Melchemes Yetzir is different. It's a never-ending war. Until the last moment, you could never know who's the winner and who's the loser. Mesechet of Esperik Deis, Mishnah Dalet. Al-Tama bi-Yasem Chod Yoy Moishcho Shara Yoichel Enkoy Engor L'Shemesh Bekuna Gedor L'Shemayna Mishono Ula Besaf Naset Tzadok. Could take decades and you never know person thinks, I destroyed my Yitzhahara, I broke him. And then in one moment, he's back with a vengeance, full blast, and he overcomes you, and you're down and out. It happened to Yochan and Koyin Godel. And that is why Chazal teaches in Shabbos Pei Gimel, You cannot know till the last moment. Learn Torah when you're dying, with your last living breath. That is why this is the greatest war. And maybe that is one of the reasons we say every day what gives us confidence? Bezois ani oiteach. Zois ha-Torah odom kiyom esbiyoy. This is the great Melchoma. And the Torah promises, Ki seitzele Melchoma lavecho unasone Hashem elokecho biyodecho. We don't have the power to overcome the Yitzhara. It is only siyata dishmaya. The Gemur in Kedush and Daflamet says, Yitzhah shel odom esgavaro lo bechol yoim. Bechol yoim. It is only with Siyat HaDishmai. It is only with the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu does help. You just need to go out to fight. And that is the promise. 
Dear brothers and friends, now is the time. It's settled. Now is the time. We need to try to fight the Yitzhah. We need to identify the foe. The problem is, most of us don't identify our enemy. We live at peace with the Yitzhah. He seems to be the best of friends. He makes us happy every day. No. He's not friend. He's foe. That's enemy fire. He's an enemy. And if you wage war, it's a difficult war, but you will have siyata nishmaya. Ki seitzelem alchom alavecho nason Hashem alokecho biyadecho im lo yachshu veyamusai. Let us all go out to the battlefield and with siyata nishmaya we will be victorious. We should all have a sholatoyve mesuka shnaz go'ud of Yeshua. We should be mavasa b'sayris toyves. Have a beautiful Shabbos. The shir you've listened to was recorded and edited for you by Kol Halashon. You're invited to continue listening at any time to all the shirim and drushos in all topics by all the rabbanim on Kol Halashon.